0: Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, K Antoinette the Blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, what's up, Builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. This is season two, episode three, and we're going to be talking about vaginas. This is the vagina monologue, and we're going to talk about womanhood and what it means for each one of us. I have two of my very good friends here, Rochelle, who is a new guest, and we have Kira. She has been here on the podcast for I don't know how many episodes, probably like five of them.
1: Don't even matter, y'all. It y'all don't matter. know this voice already.
0: It don't even matter. <laughs> so, we're gonna get started here and jump right into it. So, <clears throat> the first question I'm asked, and we're gonna make it loose, make it fun, is if your vagina could talk,
1: mm.
0: what would it say?
1: Help, <laughs> I'm here, help. <laughs> I have arrived, bitch. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> That's what mom would say. I have arrived. Uh, you have arrived. I have arrived. Help.
0: I think, I think, Elder, up mom would be like, We tired. <laughs> I'm tired. You tired. Truth Why we I'm doing tired. this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Help is all
1: I can think. Help me. That's
0: what she said. Yeah, need, you got my answer. I Especially need, during I this quarantine, <laughs> we all need a little help. All right, mm. so I, I want to discuss how women are uniquely raised, like in our households. How, I mean, you can draw on your personal experiences, but how do you think women are raised? I don't want not to touch on that. No.
1: Mm. She thinking her will uh, I don't know if you're right thinking right? of you, Hush. <laughs> you gonna tell the people? <laughs> just, just put
0: y'all
1: <laughs> in. <righty> then. So, <laughs> um, I'm thinking, um, we're just we're raised just to be stronger differently than our male counterparts. We already know that, like.
0: Do you feel like it's different for, like, between races or just women in general? Or is that, like, a complex... I know it's a complex question. I can't really speak
1: on races because... You don't know. I haven't been in another racist household as they raise their child. So I can't really speak on how they raise their child. But I just know from my personal experience, like... I definitely it was a difference, right? They could say that your parents could say there was not a difference, but there is definitely a difference.
0: Because you were raised along with your brother, how do you feel that differed in in ways?
1: Um, me, I harsher. I was definitely in the house more. They would say it's like because of me and my behavior, but like. The stuff that he did or I did, I feel like it was similar. ain't no sin bigger than the other. That's what yeah. you always say. Ain't no sin bigger than the other. But if he did something, it was fine. Swept on the rug. Maybe got punished. Don't even know how many times he got punished. But he can count on his hand, toes, how many times I got punished because that's just me. I stay in trouble. Right. But we do the same stuff.
0: How much you care? I mean, I know you was well, the only you know child. I'm the only child over here.
1: So <laughs> my mom was strict. I couldn't go. No where okay nowhere um so i mean speaking from the only child perspective i feel like i was raised like more strict i I mean i couldn't do nothing i couldn't go nowhere i couldn't even like hang out like i couldn't do nothing just i don't know i guess it was just because i was you know female or whatever but i don't know and i never (laughs) asked I just was like, okay, once I get out the house, that's it. Right. I don't know, like, with Kira's situation, I feel like, I don't know, because me and you are single parents, we kind of know, like, Caleb is my best friend. Like, when Mm. I don't see him, I be, like, in my feelings, right? I have to be around him, like, all the time. And Caleb is your son. He is, yes, my son. So, I think with you and your mom, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... She needed you to be <laughs> there with her. Mm-hmm. Cause she w- Never Oh <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't wasn't dead like that.
0: She was at work. I was with my grandma. And she didn't
1: That's want me to she- do nothing. <laughs> she want you to do nothing. nothing. And we'll get
0: into, you know, why, was, maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But I know for me, I come from a long line of women. I have my mom and I have my sisters. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't know a lot of the differences until, like, I, you know, heard other people's experiences. But I know, like, it was instilled in me, be strong. And sometimes it's not by words that people teach you. It's by their actions, Mm -hmm. by their experiences. And you kind of draw upon this idea of what women should be like. And especially when you're growing up in a household, whatever morals or values that they hold to whatever high esteem is usually the ones that you adopt or pressure yourselves to, you know, live up to. Right. And um, I find myself either keeping some of those things or trying to break some of them throughout um, my journey. Of, yeah. Yeah. Journey throughout breaks. my journey as a woman. And so it's real, like, I don't know. I couldn't even remember that night when we were talking about this. You were just like, yo, we got to talk about... <laughs>
1: i don't know so my mom probably rub me the wrong way yeah like, it might have been something
0: like that but like i feel like it's a great uh topic for us to discuss it's so diverse and i might we might not cover all the stuff that comes with being a woman and what womanhood means especially for a black woman but part one this part part one, part one. Mm-hmm. yeah and we'll see if we need to do a part two but okay that's a good first start for it um so, as far as womanhood, what were you taught about your, your bodies? What were you taught about your vagina? What were you taught about, you know, your don't gender? Don't let nobody come
1: close to you. Your body is your temple. And, you know, like, little boys stay awake. Boys stay awake. Keep your stuff to yourself. Keep, keep your
0: heart thing. three stacks?
1: Just <laughs> don't even go out there. Don't even go outside.
0: Damn, shit.
1: I mean, me that's just ahead. what it is. Like, don't even go outside. Like, I was always told no, 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 no. Never explanation as to why no. Yeah, it's
0: just no. Just no. Then why do you feel that was?
1: Because just that's I come from an old family. My grandma is 90 years old. Right. So, my mom is, like, getting ready to be 60. So, and she's, like, at the bottom. So, she's uh, the second to the last child. My grandma had 10 kids. Mm. So, I come from a, a family that just brought up on tradition and just an old way of thinking, an old way of living. Right. So... It's breaking away now because the newer generation they're like trying to shy away from all of that, right. but like me, it's still affecting me because my mom is you know, what is I'm saying? older First and generation, we, we so kind of, like, yeah, so it, she was just on me all the time. It's just that's how she was raised, right?
0: Yeah, and we touched on that earlier. We were having like a sidebar conversation when I was over at uh Kira's house and that's why i wanted to talk about this as a generational i know we only have one generation here yeah. right now but we can draw on the experiences like the way your mother raised you and the way her mother raised her is very different and for our bodies the conversation we were having earlier like how do you feel that you were encouraged or either discouraged to like explore your body or even you were talking about like the whole pregnancy part of it you want to
1: never taught to i was never encouraged (laughs) for anything like it was always like no don't do that and i i feel like it was because like she didn't want me to get pregnant and she didn't want me to go through the what she went through but kind of went through the same thing or whatever but she was trying to prevent me from what she went through but i'm just like bro you know it's life i'm gonna go through what i go through whatever but so i think that's why she kind of sheltered me and kept me in the house or whatever trying to prevent stuff from happening or whatever um but yeah i was never like encouraged to explore my body or like be free
0: how did that affect you in your experiences like being (sighs) pregnant or having sex or even just, like, embracing your body. Lot,
1: and I did, I snuck and did stuff a lot because I was just like, why I can't explore this? Like, what's what's the yeah. problem with it or whatever? No explanation. Yeah, just no. telling me no. You're not telling me why. And I think that's a lot of, with our parents, like, they feel like they can't, they don't have to explain stuff. And I'm just like, I have nothing to go off of, but right. you're telling me no. But you're not saying why you're not explaining like why you feel this way or whatever, and they just feel like, "Oh, my word is that my word, that's it, I don't have to give you nothing right else.
0: that's that that's
1: that old way of thinking, yeah. like what I say is all, and there should be no reason. I'm the adult, so I don't have to explain myself yeah. right, and like at this point, like I feel like that's just a cop out like. They don't really have a reason as to why they say no to half of the stuff they do.
0: Because they probably weren't giving They just wasn't the, given the option. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: it's just like, okay, it's a different time. Now, they want to hit you with the Now, they have grandkids. Now, they want to hit you with the, It's a different time. hmm Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, and like I'm again, I don't know. Maybe grandma advocated for us. You know what I'm saying? It's a different time. But it ain't work. It definitely did not work. Yeah, Yeah, my grandma she would she would say like some of the stuff she says for Jordan, but like my mom was just like, No, she's not doing that or whatever. Like
0: mm. I feel like I'm making y'all sad. No.
1: (laughs) Y'all feel like y'all
0: reflecting real hard right now. Like like
1: This is stuff that we deal... I I know personally, this is stuff that I deal with still as an adult. Right. Because, like, the way that my mom raised me, it definitely shaped me into being the person that I am. Right. Like, I... Like, criticizing myself, you know what I'm saying, just... I have to... I'm very competitive. Right. That's just me. I have a competitive nature. I don't know if it's because of... I had an older sibling... Who was first, and he was a boy, and he was the only one that lived in the in the house with my grandma, so he got treated differently, right, by everybody. Mm-hmm. So he, on both sides of the family, like my dad's side and my mom's side, everybody like asked about him, but then it's like,
0: hello, I'm here. You know, it's just like the idea, like but nothing special <clears throat> about a woman. You just exactly yeah. So I, my experience was a little different. I can't say that, and I'm realizing that now. Um, When I was younger, there were definitely some things that were encouraged and some stuff like it's just like you have this this outline and you know not to ask questions too much or go outside of the idea of what you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. right that. Going back to the first episode The good girl Like I'm sorry Like it's always going to come up Because this is something That is really ingrained in us That we need to break But my mom was the ultimate Is the ultimate good girl You know what I'm saying Morals, values The way that she treats her her children Mm -hmm. All that stuff So when it came to stuff like that I definitely had an idea Of the woman I was supposed to be Mm -hmm. Because my my sisters follow suit Mm -hmm. You know into the idea Of what a woman is supposed to be but the thing that I did have in my, I say my teenage years, was my mom, I'll never forget. I'll tell this story. She took me, it was like my 16th, maybe 15th birthday, and they took me to, to Kato's,
1: girl. You know Okay, because <laughs> Kato's Kato. Kato. They, they, on, they, the church, on the church office? Not don't, even don't, that. The little pants.
0: But they had, the, they had the, little, the good bras and stuff there, too. She took me there. They brought me like a couple sets and she was like, I guess this was the closest we got to a sex talk. And she was just (laughs) like, if you feel sexy in your own skin, you'll never have to put yourself out there for somebody else to make you feel sexy. And it was so simple, but it was something that stuck with me enough for it to like be something I still do, you know what I'm saying? I buy, I make myself feel special. I still buy myself lingerie. Mm-hmm. And just that simple conversation with my mom and with my older sister helped me to embrace being a feminine woman, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that I don't think a lot of people get to, to do it with the older parent because my mom is on the older end too. She's, give me the line, 61, 62. So she she was always the older mm-hmm. parent, you know, and um, I don't know. I just always remember that story because it helped me to start my journey. Even though you know there there definitely definitely some things that still got to be broken for me to fully embrace who I am. But uh, yeah, mm. y'all Do you
1: know who you are like as a person, as a person, yeah. or as a woman, as a woman, as. I don't think- as a person, than as a woman, because I mean, you can your overall. <clears throat> do you feel like you? I think mean, it's the first time somebody asked me a question on a podcast. <laughs> come on, come know, with it. You you throwing it out there. I want to know what you, what you think. Like
0: I think that The idea of womanhood mm-hmm. is something that is personal, and is something that changes. If it changes with the person, I I don't think. I think right now I'm embracing a lot of who I am as a woman, mm-hmm. but it might not be who I am a year down the line because yeah. I might change as a person and my ideas of, of what I'm supposed to be or do or feel or any of those it's things evolving. might change. It's, right.
1: Especially when you have
0: a kid. And the it way I change. woman <laughs> is not necessarily the way that you were woman uh, or yeah. the way that you would do it, you know? So I think that it's just, embracing yourself as a woman is embracing yourself as a person and the more you do that the more you define yourself Mm -hmm. regardless of what men say women say society says it doesn't matter you know so it's one of those things that i'm curious about because it's never going to get boring (laughs) it's always going to be challenging always going to be challenging i don't care if you didn't identify yourself as a man if you still got female parts, you're going to be challenged in this society regardless, you know. So, yeah. But it's one of the most beautiful experiences. I can't. I mean, shit, I've never been a man. so <laughs> No. I know.
1: But exactly, exactly. The
0: things that I think is so much beauty and struggle. And that's what black womanhood is, you know. We struggle a lot, but we persevere a lot. We survive. We endure, but we also create. We innovate. We we just, we the shit. Like, I don't know. We the
1: blueprint. <laughs> Go ahead
0: and say it. We the blueprint. Always. You we already know. Print. Anything popular culture comes black, back to a black woman. Like, without a doubt. So, do you feel you know yourself as a woman? Um,
1: I can't. <laughs> I can say that I am at a better place mm. preach than I was in the past. So, is it clear? No. But, I damn sure it ain't that foggy as it was. Yeah. I can see a little light. I can see a little shimmer in the distance. But before it was just darkness. It was just straight fog, Like, a year ago t- today from now like i was in a bad place in a why bad place. why was that um just i don't know i guess just it finally hit me that i'm a single mom i'm out here struggling financially mentally physically i didn't i don't i have help but i don't have in-house help yeah like and i could talk to my mom about certain stuff but she does she didn't know how it felt to be a single parent
0: so she couldn't relate to it? Exactly.
1: Because, yeah, like, she had my brother, but she also lived with my grandma for a little bit when she first had my brother. So me, when I had Caleb, I never went home. Like, I never went back home. So right. I... It's different. So talking to her about financially struggling to pay my bills...
0: Do you feel like, she's empathetic to it, though? Because you could not be in the same situation and still be no, empathetic to someone else. No. Okay.
1: Because she never, she never, never went, went through it. it. She never went through it. So she don't know how it feels to goddamn not pay this bill this month so I can cover for the bill that was passed through last month. Right. So trying to talk to her, I'd rather just not talk to her about certain stuff.
0: I feel like especially with a lot of older parents and you know, not not throwing shade on anybody, but because we are raised to be strong black women, that's the mentality that that's like throughout life. Exactly. You can't you can't come to another strong black woman sometimes and be like yo I'm struggling I need help because the mentality is oh you'll figure it out you got it I did it
1: I should be able to come to you and vent to you even if you don't have a solution for me at the at the time I should be able to feel like it's a safe space when I come to you and feel like I need to talk It's not a safe space for me. So, like, right? I don't really talk to my mom about deep things because it's not a safe space for me. Right. I feel attacked. Yeah. And nobody wants to feel attacked. So I rather just, you know, what I'm saying, say my high buys. I might talk to her about certain stuff, but like the deep stuff, I I just know that I can't right. talk to her about that, and it's messed up. Like I wish I had a closer relationship with mom with my mom, and it's better than it was. Mm. Cause like when I was a teenager, like me and my mom did come to blows before. Like it's definitely better than it was, right? But it's not where I needed to be.
0: And how do you feel like that affects your journey, like? In your like womanhood,
1: everybody needs their mom. Every yeah. woman needs their mom. Like your mom is kind of like we don't want to admit it, but we're we're more like our our mother than we 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 want to admit.
0: Oh, I know. Like
1: <laughs> sometimes the stuff that I do, the way that I say stuff, mm-hmm. I just be like Lord have mercy. I'm turning into this woman every day, but and I need her to show me, like show me the way, like nice. show me the way to be a better mom like you know what i'm saying show me the way to be a wife so i can know how to find me or how to be a wife when right. i do get a husband like i don't you know what i'm saying like show me how to be a woman
0: you want to speak on that a little bit because i know we touched on it you know me and you but i mean she definitely <clears throat> it's pretty much what she's saying like you know,
1: you you th- grow up thinking like, okay, I can always go to my mom and my mom's going to be there and we're going to be cool, you know, she's going to be in my corner. Like the TV stuff. But when like, that, that damn fog, that smoke clear and you see your mom for what she really is and like that beautiful picture that you painted ain't really that beautiful and like you go to your mom one day about some real shit and she ain't really there for you or she like ignore you type shit yeah that shit it'll make you go into your little hole and never come out like when your mom like not really there like she's not your safe space that you need her
0: to be right so yeah i think that is what has helped me um because i do have those safe, safe spaces it might not be as deep because i think the thing i said earlier was we all love deep, but sometimes the way we interact with each other is very surface, right? You never have yeah. those in-depth conversations like yeah, right.
1: we just but I realize it's surf.
0: me. My mom, she wants to talk to me about some stuff. She wants to talk to me about my relationship. She wants to talk to me about sex. And I'm just because I'm always in the dominant protector role with her mm. from you know different uh-huh. experiences in my childhood, I don't open up on that love so I'm like, I'm gonna talk about it with you. But It's been moments where I have broken down and I've been able to call her, you know what I'm saying? And when I look back on it, the way that affected me is it's made me more empathetic. It's made me realize that, you know, different things about myself that either I need to work on or either that are actually good qualities that I didn't recognize before. So in my journey, it has been one of those situations where I have someone who is trying their best to try to guide me through the trouble that I'm finding is a lot of the paths that I'm taking Mm -hmm. is paths that she didn't take. It's Mm -hmm. paths that my sisters didn't take. Mm -hmm. And so my journey is so much different than theirs in some ways that it's a disconnect when it comes to trying to coach me through some stuff, you know, because you can be empathetic. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you can, you can try to be as understanding, but until you are actually... It's so much better when you can guide somebody through an experience that you've already been through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so they had the very traditional ideas of what womanhood was, right? You know, get married, have the kids, get the house. You know, that was... And it's a beautiful thing as a mm-hmm. woman to be able to have and do those things. But my idea wasn't, a, you know, that of myself. And so now I'm finding that me trying to... Rework how womanhood was brought in my life Mm -hmm. is causing that issue where I have this big gap between what I was taught and what I actually am. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I I feel like that's two good sides that most people deal with, like, you know, your situations. And then also mine is, it's like, even when you try your best, or even if you need to try a little bit harder. (laughs) You know, we're still lacking something mm-hmm. as millennial women in our journey. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like it was different, like, for your mom and your grandma?
1: Um, I just know, like, from what my mom tells me, her and my grandma were very, very close. But they... My grandma got married at 16. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Back in those days, getting married at 16... Not finishing high school. You know what I'm saying? Barely knowing how to read and write was normal. Having kids to help you in the field was normal. So, like, she was straight. She was very straight for what my mom said. My grandma was very straight. And my mom was the same way. Like, they always be laughing about how they love to beat. Oh, your mama love to beat people. She go grab the belt. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's what they do. That's how they discipline. So, it, it was just no. Straight up No, like. My grandma was straight to the point where my mom took her brother to prom.
0: Do you do you see the connection between those two things though? Um, like the idea that your mom was strict on you, but she in her mind she probably be like, I would, I, but I'm not as strict as my mom. Straight.
1: Yeah, so I didn't take my brother to prom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't that strict, <laughs> right? But I had to be at the house in the house at 11. Yep. Well, prom started eight o'clock <laughs> yeah so really by the time, by like, yeah. you 9 30 like if i night. don't be on cp time you know what i'm saying so and people and don't was, come to them. <laughs> and it was hard it's like still is now like i i never got to do stuff like here like here, say like going places people don't even they never invited me to places why Cause they know your mom gonna say no, and if exactly. she do, if you she do let you go out, you gotta be home so early. Ain't no need for us to even let you ride, cause we gotta take you back to the <laughs> house. <pretty much. laughs> I'm not laughing at. I'm just <laughs> laughing at the way you're saying it. You. <laughs> I mean, and that's just what it was. So I had to sneak around. I had to manipulate, lie, weasel my way to to do whatever I, to felt like I needed to yeah. to do. To get out here, Or when I was able to go, I used to just stay out. Because, like, I already know I'm going to get in trouble anyway. anyway. So I would as well just stay out. Bump
0: it. I definitely, with my mom, she had a mother who she didn't have a, the greatest relationship with, right? Mm-hmm. It was that situation where she was always trying to get her love. She was trying to earn it. You know what I'm saying? Thinking it was something wrong with her. And there are definitely things... I don't know the full story, but just, you know, seeing my mom and seeing how much she's hurt from that relationship still, and my grandma isn't here anymore, she tells us all the time, she was like, I I decided I was going to be different with my kids. Mm -hmm. So the things that she did were all in an effort to make sure she was covering down on the things that she had been lacking from her mom. Mm Right. That doesn't necessarily mean she was taking account always what we were lacking as just individuals, right? I feel like she did a my girl, mom did a great job in a lot of different ways, but I do understand that most women are just trying to be better than better, their mom better.
1: yeah,
0: or trying to be as good as their mom, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how good that relationship was. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to take the kids into account what they need, what they want, you know, what's going to be, you know, best for their experience as a woman out in the world. Mm-hmm. And if you are just so focused on, being better than a shadow, then you're not gonna be able to really, you know, help nurture what's right in front of you. Right. Yeah, that's true. So damn, I don't know, I feel like this this was supposed to be one segment, but we just we done picked off some of my other ones, but um I'm gonna bring it back to something a little light. So, <laughs> so what's what's special about vaginas? Ooh. Never
1: mind. <laughs> the you? word vagina in itself. Listen.
0: Well, why you say that? You
1: see how that thing looked? How that thing sit up? Never mind. The, the fact d- that <laughs> I didn't say yours. I said. Uh, yeah. I said yeah. never mind. mind. <laughs> but <number down> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> then we just do the damn sex therapist and shit,
1: shit We might need to tap back in goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Must miss that one
0: <gasps> But that, you said You didn't listen to it Oh you should have been here for that one
1: <laughs> Y'all on this
0: one Let me check uh, on this uh, uh, I think we. I don't know if I got, got a question writing, I'm sorry y'all song. I am so sorry TT writing about something I'm going to move Ooh, closer. wait a minute. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. <my coughs> spirit want more attention. Black women and strong is used by women and men to not offer support needed in friendships and romantic relationships. Girl, yep. you better talk that talk. Hey, y'all. Let me see. All right, Ooh, so if y'all have... Some spirit needs some, of spirit,
1: need some <laughs> attention. No, oh, Photoshop <laughs> me in that pic. <laughs> I told him you was going
0: to have trouble.
1: Child, (laughs) (laughs) child. All right, but if y'all have questions, y'all can definitely, um... Or just chime in in the comments. i need a little yak in my cup. Oh, let's (laughs) share.
0: We got that. We're still recording. I'm sorry, y'all. We got time. Right. I'm still on the podcast. Y'all, we are also doing a live right now, so I apologize for any delays in the listening (laughs) um, section of this, but you said the word vagina is special. In what way do you feel like it's special?
1: Um, everything about a vagina is special. If you not
0: break it down for me, so it can forever inconsistently. When your broken. vagina
1: is clean, <laughs> <laughs> let me say that everything is special about a vagina. Like
0: it's a self cleaning oven. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Keep you warm, at right But just, just the so I feel like that our oven. vaginas. <laughs>
1: Sorry, woman. When you embrace
0: yourself as a woman, right? If you identify as a woman mm-hmm. and you connect to your vagina, regardless of it, we're connected by it, right? How many times have you been around somebody and you're sink are sink with them? Um all us
1: in college. Oh my like, god. That's not at Me like, and you <laughs> still to this day. That's not at like when crystal started when you crashed up on that couch. It was something serious. <laughs>
0: crystal, so her basically crystal so we already
1: we already knew.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: But, <laughs> but that be that's just but
0: then even that our cycles are aligned yep. with the tide, the moon, you know what I'm saying? It's stress, amazing. It's stressed out, like
1: your emotions can figure right. your how everything flows down there. Like, it's yes. crazy how the things you eat.
0: Yes. How yes. you how
1: much sleep you get, like what you drink, all that affects down there. Right. Like, so you have the to peach, peach. The peach. Okay. <laughs> do you believe in Yanni? The Yanni steaming and all of that stuff. Yeah, like, have I've you looked, looked into I have it? Like, yeah. I haven't tried it yet, but I believe. I
0: believe. It. I've looked into it and I said, i "It's it's definitely experience. We I want to try at together. least once." We should all go do
1: it together. <laughs> Steam your
0: cooch. Yeah. Hey. But I see you too. <laughs> you know she. gonna it their
1: dates and shit for future references, When the quarantine is over, just so y'all you know. She, said she tried it a couple times. Oh, you did? I just seen my for J once or twice. It's. I mean.
0: I mean, you, how do you well, feel? You well, feel well, fresh afterwards, or y'all still ain't like got wax yet? Me neither. I'm. Oh. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> still in, the, we're still in the shower. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Leg be strong. Now you am going to you more. Cause they'll add some age. You be you to the re- close that. Re- re- oh, be able to wrench up that. Your leg'll be able to do that little. She said it burn her cooch. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, T. You might um, have had that shit too hot though. <laughs> did you let it simmer down some? <laughs> or
0: maybe she went to Sim somebody summa. else that did it. You did it by yourself or somebody she else? She probably went to one of those uh, spas. Or you probably but we'll wait. because I know her. So, just just even that, the fact that we can give birth, right? Yeah. The man. fact that it's it just the way it happens, like regardless of whether you have a cesarean or not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The way that the act of you getting impregnated works, you know what I'm saying? Your orgasm is basically you helping the sperm pulsate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Granted you know, <laughs> that's not always the case if you're taking safe sex practices, but just the way our bodies are made and specifically <laughs> our sex organs for for a woman, I think it's an important part you for like us to pay attention Amazon. to. I told you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, y'all. We're looking at My man. on the live. but
0: Yeah. We got to keep in
1: mind, we got people listening to y'all. Hey,
0: y'all. <laughs> Alright. So, segment two is What is womanhood? And I feel like we kind of covered most of this shit. So, Um, so, So, one thing I think we didn't cover is, what do you feel like you learned about womanhood from men?
1: That they don't deserve to experience it.
0: Well, shit.
1: Just saying. They don't appreciate it. They don't. They don't. I mean the true statement. I, I
0: agree. <laughs> Y'all still not answering the question I
1: asked. I mean, man, question. Um, I can't say this about a man. Well, if first they, of all, I was. Um, let me let me go back to my statement because I'm not not men, Niggas. Boys. <laughs> they don't appreciate <laughs> it. You know, I got the, uh, niggas, <laughs> niggas. For the niggas. When hey, you find a man, niggas, he niggas. he gonna appreciate the woman. Talking to the dicks.
0: Okay. Hey. <laughs> what you was saying, Joe?
1: Um I say like as a man, for what I've learned just from watching my brother and my dad, mm-hmm. like if they really love a woman, they'll move a mountain. But a man. That's why I'm saying emphasis on me. Me. She's still talking men to the niggas. Move, <laughs> niggas, niggas. They will move it's mountains. Like niggas. <laughs> niggas. She talks to the niggas, y'all. <laughs> Oh, man, they will move mountains.
0: Yeah, they will walk a it's thousand a miles. To
1: see, Like when a man, like
0: really, is giving his all yeah, into it, it. It's
1: very sexy. It's, it's beautiful very, very to see sexy.
0: it as as a as a couple, like seeing them. Having that shared energy and thrive and you can for each see other, it. yeah, you can see it when oh, they don't you even in have front to say of it. Of a
1: couple who is really and truly in love, mm-hmm. it makes you want to. You can be see it in their in life. Love. Yeah, their
0: life glow. You know what I'm saying? They getting blessed from all corners because mm-hmm. the energy that they're inviting into their life is based on the love that they're receiving and the happiness mm-hmm. that they feel. It, it, you can see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like. You know, They show me
1: that it is possible, but they have also shown me that they can take advantage of women who do put themselves out there that are ready for the possibility of right. the next step. But when they're not ready, they just, you know what I'm saying? Instead of them telling you, like, I ain't really looking for that right now. Right. I'm going to just finesse just gonna you a little. Enjoy fin- the benefit. I'm going to finesse you a little bit, yeah. or I'm going to just maybe catch feelings but not really catch feelings don't yeah. know if I got feelings don't know what feelings are because I kind of got feelings for you too right? I think I kind of got feelings I don't know because I don't know my feelings for you you and you so what I've learned from them also is to learn my myself but yeah. that's what that's
0: kind of what I want to touch on it's like like as a, as a little girl mm-hmm. what did you learn from your dad about what it meant to be a woman how like the same way that you said your mom did it mm-hmm. I feel like equally men have a hand in that too so, what did you learn womanhood was? Just from their relationship, from his relationship with you, what he taught you, those types of things.
1: My dad taught me to don't rely on a nigga.
0: Which makes you already have a trust issue because i dare daring on I mean, not you, but I'm saying for me. But, like.
1: that if a, but let him be a man. Don't rely on a man, but right. if you have a man, let him be a man. Stop making excuses for a man why he can't be a man. And let him do the things that a man's supposed to do. My God, dad. Like, He'd he always universe. be like, if if you have a man, my brother and my dad have both like stopped talking to me for months because they feel like if I'm dealing with somebody, I should not be calling their phone about a dilemma that I'm having. Hmm. I
0: agree. That's
1: real. <clears throat> like if you got a man, why you calling me about your tire flat? you on the side of the road? Where your man at? Like, why? If you got a man, why you telling me your car declined in the store? He can't see you no money. Like, if you got a man, where he at? <laughs> so, <laughs> I definitely learned that from my dad. Like, my dad, I don't care if I if my car don't start outside right now, and I call my daddy, he come, he go cuss me out, but he coming. And that's just
0: what it is. I feel like I got that too, but it was in a two parts. So my dad taught me about his actions of not taking care of certain stuff like that and seeing my mom struggle a little bit. So I kind of like, I'm not going through that. Mm-hmm. But he also did instill in me some good stuff where it's just like, he told me the very exact, exact words. Have more than one. If a nigga bigger than you, pick up a brick. That was two. That was that was Johnny-isms. That's what we going to call them, <laughs> Johnny-isms. And he was like, um never rely on a, on a man do anything for you and that that stuck with me too because that conversation we was having was it yesterday on the phone i'm like shit i'm not i check my own fucking oil mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so my, I if i get a flat style. tire i'm gonna hitch that bitch up and change it okay. <laughs> you know what i'm saying when it comes to building stuff I, if if you say you coming and you're gonna do it i might wait for a second but i I ain't go beg you. I'm you not going beg you, you and you I'm not going wait. Friday,
1: if it's the following Wednesday, I'm not waiting. It might be up cuz <laughs> you say you go Friday. It's the whole other Wednesday, bro. Like I didn't I didn't went on YouTube and figured it out. Yeah.
0: But when I think about how I, it started off with me as a girl, my dad was very careful with me. He was very delicate. He used to do my hair, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my dad <laughs> used to my baby babysit me. My did used to do my hair. My daddy taught right. me. My daddy
1: wasn't the one that taught me how to uh, wash my private parts. Yeah. Like and as weird as it is, my dad. Was <laughs> the, <laughs> when you get
0: babysat by your dad.
1: Like my dad was <laughs> the one who told me how to wash my private parts. Yeah. my dad was the one that let me know that you can't be too rough with the private parts either. Because as a man, they don't really know that they be look too hard. But <laughs> he showed me how to wash my private parts. And, I mean, I appreciate my dad for that. Like my dad, I can't really when I think about it, like. I was really a daddy's girl. I've been with my dad more than I was around my mom.
0: So those are the positive things. What are the, well, I think we already spoke to some of the negative stuff about womanhood because I definitely realized, you know, from men in my life that you really got to be careful out here. You can't, you have to be strong. You have to be. And then, then they tell us, you, to you have t- to be, it's, it's, it's not, it's not an it's option be, It's anymore. because when you
1: were vulnerable and you were naive and you were mm-hmm. like just all damn deer headlights, they took advantage of you. Yeah. Like, so. You let me down. So don't worry about it. Exactly.
0: Okay. What do you think society teaches us about womanhood?
1: That, um, is they threatened by it
0: obviously how do y'all feel about all this all Supposedly these laws or not like if they coming at me or not
1: i mean they gonna either come at you sideways or they go they say it to the side but they threatened by womanhood black womanhood and that yeah they are very threatened by us
0: how do y'all feel about all these laws that are kind of dictating to women i don't want to say dictating because that's biased already but how do you feel like a, a lot of the laws have been going on when it comes to like reproductive rights and stuff like that
1: tell women what what they do with their bodies
0: yeah basically
1: I just feel like (laughs) how
0: you gonna tell me about something you ain't got okay I know they had this one. I, but shit, I can't remember the the state. I want to say maybe Georgia. I don't know. Probably Alabama. One of them. Maybe it was like one that. of them, but a whole panel of white men did say into Sound women. Like Alabama, Georgia. What they like can they can and cannot do with their bodies. And I'm like, you might not agree with something, Should but it's still not your place. <laughs> it's oh, okay. Still, not your place. But uh, but the the crazy part for me is with any of this. It's like you have so much to say about women and their bodies, but yet. Maternity leave is usually not an option for a lot of women. If you do take maternity leave, that usually means that promotion is that much more harder. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't take into account, you know, having to deal with the stresses (laughs) of being pregnant Mm -hmm. or dealing with it. It's still dealing with all the equality that comes with just being a woman in society and earning less than men who are probably mediocre compared to what you're doing and expect it to do is yeah. it's a lot but that's what society tells me it's like it doesn't value womanhood until it's it's a need for it and right now it hasn't they haven't seen an actual need for women in the way that they should um and unless so they and so that they're, they're unappreciative
1: unless they hurt and yeah. they want to come run to our bosoms and want to be coddled and right. stuff
0: Oh, of course. You talking about love, that struggle, love, and shit. This <laughs> in general, like
1: America in general, like, just with things. Like you Joe know? Biden right now, not to get too political, the, but we all know Joe Biden did. ain't really know hey. what the fuck going on. He don't even know what that is, probably. <laughs> but what he's saying he want right now, he want a woman to run with him.
0: Yeah, he did say, uh, Abrams, what's her name? Georgia. She ran for um, governor. Yeah, Abrams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she would definitely change some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she would definitely, cause they had a study out about how the virus is being handled the best in certain countries, and the common denominator was women were in charge. Yep. So it's almost like that's sit your ass down. What you, <laughs> <laughs> <what> you doing? <laughs> I tell you sit your ass down. I told you what the, I told you
1: before this happened. What to buy? And now you know. That no. damn Caribbean. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I told you to get your hurricane kit ready. She right did. Yeah. And you didn't. So she said you if you ain't got cereal, cereal eat crackers. Eat crackers. <laughs> she gave you options. options. She said your sardines. She said that. She said. She said, so you said regardless, you still ain't going nowhere. Go sit
0: down. <sighs> All right. So how do you feel like millennial womanhood differs from like other generations? Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Y'all know I got to ask these questions, man. <laughs> I mean, we kind of touched on it, like, you know, all the generations before. I
1: think we're we're trying, I think millennial women, some of us are trying to get back to our roots. And some of us are trying to, it's definitely different. You definitely have your women who are. Traditional. Traditional. And then you have your women who are, they aspire to be. Pushing envelope. That. (laughs) Chasing the bag. Oh, I get what you oh, yeah. I
0: get what you're you say. Right. It's too extreme. Yeah,
1: it is. And, and then you have something it's in a the constant middle. battle. Yeah. Like it's a constant battle. Like I constantly see me, like women, like especially where I'm from. I'm traditional, I'm quiet, I'm a homebody, all of that stuff. Most of the girls where I'm from, they body it, body. It.
0: Mm. So, but do you <laughs> feel like you your mom's definition of traditional? Hell no. Exactly. <laughs> you know nah. what I'm saying? Hell so no. I feel like but I'm you know as know always was I'm gonna be.
1: And I probably was more traditional when I was younger and I was forced to be that yeah. way. But now that I'm damn near thirty, she gonna take this this how this. Hello. <laughs> this me. Good morning. You raised me. This is <laughs> But for real, like they they gonna give you the side eye. Like they
0: don't Oh, you already listen. know you the side eye.
1: You say some like I wore a crop top. It was a when we was going to New Orleans. I wore a crop top. My mom was like, "Why are you wearing that in the airport, girl?" I was shopping in Target. You gonna wear that, <laughs> Mom? <laughs> you don't know. First of all, calm down. She Look, was like, "You in That airport.
0: was the next segment. How you said like our body is our temple. That's drained, you know, drilled into our head or whatever. But don't it definitely don't get no yes.
1: I literally got another hole in my ear. And I still got talked about like it was somewhere else. So guess what? I got me two piercings that was somewhere else. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like when I when I still get it on my ear, you talk shit. So I'm to just go get with somewhere else. Like it don't mm. matter because nothing pleases you. I remember. Why you got two holes in you? You only need one. I remember <laughs> being a teenager and I I went and did the little. Fake tattoo on the Broadway oh, I, mean, I mean, what When I that, tell yeah? you, my mama lost her shit. Like, she really thought it was a real, real tattoo. tattoo. And she was like, oh, oh my God, we got to go back to the beach. He got to get that off you. I
0: was like, I don't get it off and when was like 1920? No,
1: this is this was I think I was like 16 or whatever. When I said she lost yeah. her shit, she lost her shit. I was just like, bruh, it's not even that deep." So, probably, but we like did a
0: couple Um, what's <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> but I know, but when I got my first tattoo, like she didn't talk to me for like a week. I'm just like bro. what my mama just seems so having to walk in and see mine because I ain't even tell I put mine her. on Facebook I ain't care like yeah. my mama so traditional I ain't even tell her like most of the monumental mental shit that you supposed to tell your parents I don't tell her until I have to tell her yep you know what I told my mom when I'm pregnant <laughs> when you six months
0: <laughs> what I don't know
1: four and a half damn near five I was about to find out what the fuck I've been having and i've been grown when i got pregnant like yeah, 25 i was scared too, was, like, yeah, was scared too. And but when i told her she was i mean she was excited for the most part but like just the stressors up until i got pregnant like everything was like my cycle i used to i used to throw up oh you pregnant what you doing i'm like how uh, i'm in the house with you where i minute.
0: i'm just like where i'm getting it in <laughs> you know what i'm saying like
1: but like everything was oh you pregnant them. Oh, or you better not be pregnant, you know, type yeah. stuff or whatever. So just like all right.
0: I definitely I don't know if it's because I'm a millennial, but my mom will tell you to this day, she was like, You was my rebellious child and it all started when I decided to join the job I joined. Oh yeah. <laughs> already know but she, okay. well yeah some of them but but she she did not like it i think partly because oh, she yeah. was afraid but also because i was a female and mm-hmm. she knew it was gonna be hard for me yeah. and then from there I, once i made that decision i was just like i'm grown Pretty much. and so tattoos life decisions yeah. she already know she just be like well but the newest thing has been like i said the whole idea of you know my body is a temple and things like that is the way I embrace myself and my body, mm-hmm. the way I dress, the way I interact with it, pictures I post. <laughs> she she's very uncomfortable. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I show show the hey. picture. I didn't put it out yet, but I show show the picture. She was like, "That's why your mama be happy." That it's not that um, one, but it's another one. Like, it's the one, one? I showed you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's cute. Man. Yeah. You can tell it's artistic, but. It again, they don't get it. They don't get it. um, My mom had the audacity, like when I was actively looking for a job, she had the audacity to tell me that I probably didn't get the job because I got a nose ring. (laughs) Wow, like criticism like that all my life. Like, I'm good, but I'm not good enough. Yeah, I'm good enough, but I'm not great, right.
0: It's I'm always, imp- always got to be something. Impregnant. It always got
1: to be something like yeah. so, um, or the idea of like your mom like living vicariously through you, like everything oh, you do, and yeah. she's just like, oh, I wish I could have did that, or oh, I did this something Instead. similar, <laughs> or yeah, that gets exhausting too. Because I'm just like, okay, like what's my mom's know? ain't proud of that, she ain't did shit.
0: Well, I think that's that's up. the difference with millennial women. It's not. So, it's, it's a, a constant choice. struggle.
1: It's but constant it's, But it's
0: the choice. Whether you want to be out here in the streets ratchet as hell or whether you want to be traditional, we are choosing for mm-hmm. ourselves. I yeah. feel like a lot of our parents, our grandparents, whether it was a safety, a security, they made decisions because... Society didn't give them too much room for anything else, right? Yeah. Especially like they gave them a my problem. mom was a little girl and segregation was still going on. Mm-hmm. She's only 60. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for them, a lot of that choice was taken out of the equation. If you wanted to be safe, if you wanted to be secure, if you want to be taken care of, you had to do these certain things. Mm-hmm. And our generation is coming and we can choose. And so that choice, with that choice comes fear, comes risk, comes a lot of things that they're not used to having to deal with in their own decision making. And it challenges a lot of the ideas that they have of what a woman should be and what a woman is.
1: Yeah, but it also gets exhausting when you got to constantly fight your parents and, and society. society at the same
0: time. in like, yourself. And yourself. So it's just
1: like a constant battle all the way around. You, never, like, you can never have a free moment because like, yeah. it's always something no matter where you go.
0: Oh man,
1: it's your parents. You, you ain't supposed to cut them off. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just saying, that toxicity got to go. <laughs> that's yeah, real a turn. The <laughs> it is real toxic. For real. So, <laughs> Ooh, let me try to end on a good note. I'm ready. Right you. Don't get me wrong. Ain't I love my bad, mom. Like, it, you like, and you I feel love like love like parents. I not trying to make this to be like, oh, my mama just ain't do right. Hey, shit. Yeah, but no, I really I feel like my ma- she did the best that. that she could with what she what she knew to do. You know, well, she, she was, was, was trying getting. to rip that too. Because I'm just like, my mom, she was a single mom trying to figure it out like I am today. You know, I get it. But I'm just like, bro, I, I needed you to be there for me. I needed you to guide me. I needed you to get it get it together. A little bit for me. Think I need you to be a nurturer, not a dictator. Yeah, that part. You know, get it together enough to guide me through some of the stuff where I had to go through alone because I knew if I came to you, you was going to cuss me out, you know, or fuss fuss about it or even shut down and not even talk to me at all about right. the situation. So.
0: so how do you feel like we can embrace what it means to be a woman for your own definition? Like what, what steps are you taking to embrace your womanhood?
1: Healing from
0: past, hmm, past
1: childhood traumas, and yeah, in childhood traumas. <laughs> just you know, taking a day, one day at a time, one step at a time. Like being gentle with myself because nobody was gentle with me. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I had to be strong. I had to fight my way to where I am today. You know, I had I had help. Not gonna say I didn't. I had support, but you know, just. It was hard, like me being the only child and a female. Like it was, it was rough for me at least. Um, but like I said, I love my mom dearly, and she did the best that she could, you know, with the times or whatever, because she ain't had help. But I just feel like now it's like looking back on on my childhood and stuff. It's like I know what not to do, or All I know right. that I need to. Be soft in this area and still be strong in this area and stern in this area. When it comes to my, my child, child, you get yeah. to be
0: versatile. You don't have yeah. to be one note. You don't yeah. have to you be. Get, you don't have to be just soft. There's a lot of yeah. choices that you have, or just strict. You you can choose to embrace all the aspects of yourself as a woman and when to do it without having to care what anybody else thinks. And like I said, it goes back to. We are choosing to do those mm-hmm. things now. That's
1: why we get. I think that's that's another reason why we get the side eye because we have a choice, and they yeah,
0: didn't, because you know. people do harbor resentment sometimes whenever they see someone else doing something that they themselves chose not to do or feel yeah. like they didn't have a choice to to do themselves. You and your feeling shit, no. Over here,
1: the hot.
0: How do you feel like you are? Uh, embracing your womanhood what are what steps are you taking to embrace it
1: um definitely learning myself just who i am as a person what i want to be yeah um to say that i'm almost 30 like i really don't know what i want to be when i grow up
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's when it changes i grow
1: <laughs> so like learning my 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 skills my hidden talents my skills yeah um what i'm good at just just learning who I am as just an overall human being
0: yeah I think for me is not being ashamed of myself what I like what I'm drawn to and letting go of other people's perception of what I should be and standing on my own like even if whether it fails whether you know it's celebrated Whatever I choose to do with my mind, my body, my spirit, if I'm okay with it, then allowing myself to not feel guilty for it. Knowing that
1: it's okay because right. I chose to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Allowing
0: myself to just be who I am. Yeah. And understand that I'm not going to always get it right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's also, I feel like I added pressure as a yeah. black woman. It's like this Feeling this like un- right this thing, you have and to be And it's only perfect. one way to do
1: it when there's more ways yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Feeling like you have to be, you know, on your ones and twos all the time. You got the, especially as a millennial, you have to accomplish this now. You or you got to have two hustles on the side, and you got to right, have gotta a college degree it. and a yeah. master's degree. Okay. And you got to have. And I'm and just you like do shit. It a certain amount of time, before yeah. you get a certain and age. And still be married by 24 and have at least two and a half kids. I can't do it. I've never been that kind of woman, and I have to stop allowing some of that to seep into my subconscious, right? Yeah. And uh, understand that the way I am is okay. Mm-hmm. And whatever woman I turn out to be, whether it's different from how I am today, you know, next year or ten years from now, that I'm doing the best I can, mm-hmm. and I try to remember that also with my mom and my sisters and my grandmother that we all just out here trying to figure this shit out. Right. You know, what we what don't I'm saying? have a
1: manual. It's
0: just, but I'm I'm trying to also do that with accountability yeah. in it too. Examining myself, reflecting, and making mm-hmm. sure that I'm making the best decisions for myself and whoever I interact with. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, but I heard it all. My- <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. We I'm gonna go ahead and close this one out. Y'all wanted to say any last piece about this before I end the episode.
1: Shout out to all the females out there. Just continue to yes. embrace yourself, love yourself, Make be yourself.
0: womanhood is a beautiful journey y'all it is is nothing else like us on this planet y'all have to understand the power that you have as a woman and when you embrace that shit fully i really believe like once we embrace this shit fully we will be unstoppable Unstoppable. unstoppable you know what i'm saying so just keep that in mind and uh Let me know what you think. Um, I have the live episode streaming right now. You can still watch it after we end this um, on my Instagram. It's Internet underscore the blogger. I'll also try to put it up on the Let's Build (laughs) Build Futures Instagram at let's underscore build futures. And you can also listen to it on the LBF podcast. So this has been a great conversation.
1: It has. Y'all give me a shot. Until that next is. time, Until you guys. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> See you later.